The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus journeyed to a city called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd accompanied him. As he drew near to the gate of the city, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. A large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he was moved with pity for her and said to her, Do not weep. He stepped forward and touched the coffin. At this, the bearers halted, and he said, Young man, I tell you, arise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, exclaiming, A great prophet has arisen in our midst, and God has visited his people. This report about him spread through the whole of Judea and in all the surrounding region. The Gospel of the Lord. We all have gifts. Yes or yes? Okay. Uh, And because we all have gifts, we don't have the same gifts from someone else. Yes or yes? Right. So, like, someone's gift of playing music, someone else may not have that gift, right? Right. Someone's gift of um, being able to, like, play sports, someone else may not have that gift, right? Someone's, and on and on and on. But the point is, is not that we should be fixated on, like, the specific gift, but the fact that the church as a whole requires many gifts, so long time ago, when I was a youth director, and I was working with some high school students, we did a skit. How many of you have been in a skit before? Okay, good, good amount of you, some of you, not so much. Okay. And in this skit, we were trying to demonstrate that first reading. Like, what does it mean to be a gift and part of the church, and like, knowing that Jesus is the head of the church, and we're all part of it. And so, can I have my servers come back real fast? It's coming real fast. We're going we're gonna to do a quick skit. We'll it's going to be really uh, simple. So, Duncan, Laurel, Hudson, Lucy. Perfect. So let's imagine, like, this is the body, right? Like, I'm the head. Woohoo! I'm the head! Yeah! All right, Duncan, you're the left arm. Like, be a crazy left arm. There it is. Laurel, be the right arm. Yeah! All right. Uh, Hudson, shake the left leg. Perfect. Lucy, shake the right leg. All right, now, Lucy, like, go over to the other ambo. Like, far away. Far, far away. Keep going. Far, far. Farther. Further. All right. One, two, three. No! Come back, right leg! Yay! We're a whole body again. Sit down. Good job. All right. That was great. So the reality is, like, is that, like, a perfect analogy? No. But... Together, we made up one thing. And when one thing leaves, that's, that's not good. And so in the church, when people aren't at church, when people leave the church, like, that actually hurts us. That's, that's not good. We're not complete because of the gifts. And they're like, oh, Father Jay, I don't, I don't think I have any gifts. Well, that's not true. You do. You all have a gift. But we have to discover what that is. And sometimes gifts aren't known until later on in life. You know, I, never, I didn't know my call, my vocation, to be a priest until I was in my 20s, much later. Like, a lot of guys will talk about their vocation when 
they're in grade school and they're younger. But I also knew some guys, God bless you, I knew some guys who were in the seminary who were in like their 50s. Yeah, like older than me. And I know I'm like, I look super old, but it's offline. But like older than me and like felt their vocation to the priesthood. So gifts can come throughout our lifetime. The thing that we have to think about today is what are gifts I possess? What are gifts God has given me? And how can I give those back to the church? And maybe it is like, you know, I really love to sing. And I listened to your choir practice last week, and and some of you are really great singers. And some of you are meant to be in the big choir, like me, you know? The big choir meaning, like, the congregation. Like, I thrive in the group setting. I am not great by myself. And I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm happy about that. But... Some of them might be like, you know what, I really love playing music. Maybe I'll play music for Mass someday. Like, whoa, that'd be awesome. Again, not my skill set. Not something that I'm good at. But people that do it, I am so happy that they do it. Now let's take a quick look at the Gospel, because I think there's something cool to be drawn out of that. Do you remember what city Jesus was going to? Started with an N, rhymes with Ain. What do you think it was? Nain, yeah, like Nain, it's kind of like Nain, yeah. So he's going there, and what's the scenario again? Jesus sees a crowd coming out, something, someone is, someone, something, yeah? Yeah. What do you remember? That's like the whole gospel, perfect. Yeah, the scene was like, there was a funeral and someone was dead. Perfect, and you just kept, you just rocked it out. That was good, good memory. Think about this, this is something I was thinking about this morning reading through the gospel. Have you ever heard of the word, um, is that the word I want? What's the word I'm going to go with? Projecting, meaning to like project onto another. Okay, we're kind of familiar with that. So like on Worship Wednesdays, I have the projector. Projector projects an image. It shows an image, right? In one sense, Jesus is like projecting his future. So what about that? So it was a son that was dead. What about that son? He was the only son, right? And what about his mother? What was like his mother's status? Yes. She was a widow, right? So again, sounds kind of a lot like Jesus. Jesus is the only son. Mary, by this point, probably is a widow to Joseph. Joseph's probably passed away. And she sees her son. Now, what do you guys know about Jewish law and culture? Shaky? A little bit? So, uh, if a woman is a widow and has no one else to take care of her, like, what happens to her? Does anyone know? Does anyone remember? Yeah, she has no one to take care of her, right? All of her property would, would leave. And so Jesus sees this. He knows this. And it's fascinating because you think about the cross. What does Jesus say to John at the cross? Yes. Take care of my mother. Like, he's knowing he's going to leave her. Like, take care of her. So Jesus has what we would call um, empathy today for this woman and for her son who's died. And he's kind of projecting his own life, in a sense, onto them. So when he rises, it's like, again, the idea that Jesus will rise again. It's just a really cool gospel. It's just a side note I wanted you to think about. The main thing to take away today is, what are my gifts? Now, how many of you have ever thought about your gifts before? Perfect. So that's going to be the task for this week. And the teachers are going to help me be accountable and like 
check in with you later. Um, but to think about what are the different gifts I possess and how can those gifts be used for the church. And it might just be, you know what, I don't think I have any, but I know one thing I have, I have time. That's a gift. And it's like our servers today, like, and all who are going to be servers, like, that is a gift that you're giving. Our lectors and those who read, like, that is a gift that you provide. Um, but our gifts are meant to be given back to God. They're not meant to be kept up in a little bottle and hidden away somewhere. So we want to think about and pray about what are my gifts that I can give back to the church.